You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's True Blood After Show. Hey everybody, Bing is for doing and we are here doing another wrap up of True Blood. This is season 5, episode 7 in the beginning. Mm. I am Jenna Bush here with How you doing everybody? I'm Yerman Gur. And I'm Jennings Roth Cornett. And guys, we're going to give you our Twitter handle right now because um, you guys should call in, but you guys can also tweet us yes. and tell us things. So my mine is at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. I love that. Uh, mine is Yermonger, Y-E-R-M-A-N-G-U-R. And I am J-R-O-T-H-C. That's J-Roth-C. And guys, make sure you go to iTunes, subscribe, and rate us well, please, because we love you. Um, leave us comments. Um, but seriously, and, and tell a friend, because I don't know if you how you guys found this. Maybe you found it because a friend told you about it. So make sure you tell all your friends about it um, so they can subscribe and rate us as well. And definitely do leave a sweet comment because they make our days, absolutely, when we read something sweet. Yeah, and we, and we do, more. actually. We read everything single one of them. Obsessively. So, yeah. We do. All right. So, guys, let's start off with the authority. Cause, yes. Oh, all right. No, let me begin with holy crap. Yeah. Well, be, <laughs> for the for just the authority or for the entire episode? Oh, the whole thing. Concur. The whole thing. Yeah. 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 But this this was huge because obviously it was huge the end of last week. Oh, my gosh. Game changer. And everybody's <laughs> going, how did you bring him on just to kill him off after six episodes in? And yeah, we're talking think, about Christopher Maloney, we'll call, by the way. talking yeah. about Christopher Maloney, a.k.a. Roman. <gasps> yes. Um, and this is what we have predicted. We've been talking about this the whole time is that right. the coup via Salome that was going to happen from the inside and Mm -hmm. that is why she brought him back and it was telling me everything that that we were thinking that's basically what happened so now the big game changer is with Lilith yeah oh my god also tripping vampires tripping vampires going through New Orleans yeah that was amazing have we all not I don't know how many of you guys have been to New Orleans but I've had nights like that in New Orleans (laughs) down that very street that's Bourbon Street in case you're wondering right um, wow, that was awesome. I, I like the slam cut too. Like, we're vampires, yeah. it's vampire blood, nothing's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Strip too. Dude, it's awesome out there right now. <laughs> that was kind of amazing. Yeah. Okay, so Lilith has appeared. Lilith is not as many of us thought, Molly. Yeah, I, well, here's the reason that we got thrown, or that I got thrown, because I, I did think that maybe it was Molly. I did too, actually. Yeah. I know I wasn't here, but I, I did too. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason is, is because I can't remember which actor one of the actors had told us that Lilith has made herself known. Like, a.k.a. she's been on the show. But this supermodel that appeared out of the blood <laughs> tonight has yes. not been on the show before. So that was a little bit of a misdirection. Yeah, I don't I don't remember I don't remember seeing Do her before. Guys, she- if you 
you guys have, I'm tweet us or call to. in and tell us. Yeah, by all means. Uh, that definitely threw me. I think we, we were spot on for most of those predictions mm-hmm. as far as how was those all going to go down. But I think all of us thought there was going to be some connection made with Lilith being either Salome, Nora, or... or or Molly. Uh, or Molly. Molly. I was yeah. thinking Molly. I really so thought Molly. the fact that we were 0 for 3 on that threw me for a bit. Or, and wait for it, the wait. possibility is that we were not wrong because here's the thing. When Godric showed up to talk to Eric at the very end of the episode, when he looked back, oh, yes. Lilith wasn't there. So right. it's yes. possible that them seeing Lilith was a part of their hallucination. Tripping vampires part, part two. Right. That oh, they're tripping yes. and they're seeing Lilith as they imagine Lilith would be, which is basically this bloodthirsty, gorgeous Amazon who's like, you know, telling them to continue to revel in the bloodbath that they're currently embar- embarking upon. Yeah. yeah. But it's possible that Lilith is someone else and that she would actually maybe even frown upon that. Good it's point. true. Good yeah, point. it is true because she was not there when they yeah. looked back. And I love that Godric goes back. Oh, I just spoke. It's so funny. I was at a barbecue today and we were talking about True Blood huh. and the gentleman that I was talking to it was Greg, actually. Um, he was like, where's Godric? I'm like, I don't know. He hasn't been there to guide Eric, but here he is. He showed up in his time of need. Oh, that's kind of amazing. I also, I, I think it's interesting because we had always, or we had thought because of Roman that the blood that was in that vial right. was not actually yeah. Lilith's. So is it really Lilith's blood? I don't know. Or is it something else? It could be something else. I mean, it's definitely the vampire b- blood does have that effect on human beings, mm-hmm. you know, um, and werewolves. And so you would imagine... I feel like if you're going to get to the vampires that are as ancient as the ones in that group are, you know, between Russell, Eric, and Salome, um, that it maybe has to be that old, that yeah. it maybe has to really be Lilith's blood. I st- I'm going to go out on a limb here and still say it's Molly. I'm going to say that was a hallucination. Is it weird that I kind of hope it's Molly? I, I really want it to be Molly. I don't know. I, maybe it's because I love her from Veronica Mars. I, I don't know. I love her from She's Ver- just awesome. She Okay, Veronica Mars, Karina Karina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Now, the other the other thing that affects vampires in a crazy way is fairy blood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. I don't know if it has any connection whatsoever. Well, that's but, a, that's a good point, Missy. Well, you know, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. What connection they're doing? And also, if you think about it, because what if that what if Lilith is real? So what is that saying about their religion and whether it's real and all of that? It'll exactly. be really interesting yeah. to see this play out. I don't know about you guys, but I I'm kind of. I kind of love this season. It's, I do too. I don't feel like all right. Yeah, there's the fairies, but they're not. <laughs> ah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. It's just the fairies annoy me. Um, but they're they're really getting deep into some fun stuff now. Sure. It isn't yeah. just like you know. It isn't quite as light and fluffy as it's been. In fact, I have to say, I even I was squeamish during yeah. this oh. episode. I know we'll get to we'll get to that. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I mean this. This was a hardcore episode. This was, and a lot happened for a lot of a lot of the characters. I mean, I think. Listen, we've been waiting for this to happen with the authority, and for this to kind of absolutely explode in the way that it has. Because now, what we want to see. Well, first of all, dissenters are not appreciated in this authority Whoa. either. May Lilith forgive me. She does. Anyone else? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh my God, Christopher Heyerdahl, I will miss you too because you're amazing. Right. I mean, it's sort We're of amazing. like it's, it's sort of like that Untouchables moment, you know, where like it's like, does anybody else? Was it in the Untouchables that he took the bat to? Yep. Him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's that Untouchables moment where it's like, does anybody else have anything to yeah. <laughs> like no. to add? Yeah. Like, no, 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 We're no, good. no. I'm all good. Just be quiet. What do you two think about Bill and Eric's involvement at this? point because they obviously took a stand against 
the sure. movement, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Then they were spared by Salome, to Nora's delight. Right. And then they found themselves, I, I, it was kind of interesting how they were all of a sudden given a reprieve for 24 hours, like tomorrow night we're having the initiation ceremony. We'd like you to be there. Okay, till tomorrow. I, I was thinking, what's going to happen tomorrow? Yeah. Next thing you know, Bill's saying, are we really going to do this? And then they're tripping the light. Fantastic. Well, I think they can't be. I think they they're giving can't. each other piggyback rides. They, that, that was, was really, really. <laughs> that funny. was awesome. That was one of the finer yeah. moments. Yeah, yeah. Really was Bill great. and Eric moment yes. for the for the episode. I thought. Yeah. Also, I'd like a piggyback. From I there. would. Yeah. Climb him like a tree. That's um, I would climb him like a tree, and it would not be for a piggyback. But moving on from that, so. I, th- can you, you know, really? That's that's. Can I? <laughs> yes, I can. So I think I think this. I think that. Um, well, they cannot be really held accountable. Look, this was a massacre that they uh-huh. participated in tonight, and and unfortunately, they they were out of their minds. So it's one of those things where it's like, can they really be held? Again? All of those people are dead. Can they be held accountable? Should they be held accountable or not? I mean, they are going far this season. What I like about it is they're not holding the vampires back from being vampires. That, yep. They are brutal, vicious creatures that can go there. But this is the thing is that, you know, Eric, Godric has always been Eric's conscience. And he's always sort of walked that line and then Godric has pulled him back. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he's crossed the line, certainly. Um, And I think that being that this season has been all about family and progeny, the task now is going to be, can I pull my sister out of this? Because clearly this isn't leading anywhere positive for right. anyone because it's not going to be good for the vampires to go to war with the humans either. So yes, they were given a reprieve because I think Salome really thought that Lilith would appear and then they would be faithful and everybody would go into rapture together. So so you two think it's more like they're caught in a big wave and they're in survival mode. They're just trying yeah. to stay yeah. on the wave and see where this whole thing leads. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then now the thing is going to be to continue to survive and to extract his sister from this right. very dangerous cult, yeah. which is right. basically what it is right. Right. in the vampire world. Well, it also brings up um, the nature of vampires because yeah. when we had Jason go see Jessica mm-hmm. and and you know lay everything out and then she kissed him and he tasted the blood on her lips. So he says, "No, you're just like all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. You're sucking blood out of the leg of some guy you don't you don't even know his name." Yeah. Right. So, and I love that she said, "Do you know all the names of the cows you've eaten?" That was so brilliant. Um, to which Jason had the best reaction to ever. <laughs> I don't have sex with cows. Yeah. I never had sex. With- <laughs> it's like, no, buddy, that's know. not that's not what no, she was no. talking. No, it's okay. But, but also good. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. it's it's good for you. It was good that she sort of pointed out that for her they're food, and mm-hmm. you know people are food. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So it is it sort is of kind of gross that they're food and sex. But let's move well, on. yes, yes. Our food is just food. We yes. Know. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Well, let's maybe not your mom. Uh, unless it's I, like <laughs> apple pie, which apparently oh, okay. That's sex. yep. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on to Lafayette because that was another moment that. <laughs> moment. That was and had you whole... two squirming. Well, all right. I just had surgery. I just got sliced open and point. stitched up. So. Welcome back, by the way. Thank you. So I'm a little, and I've never been squeamish in my life, but now I am. So well, that was a great scene. Holy crap! Uh, marks, props, and marks to the makeup artists. That mm-hmm. was a phenomenal job with with Ugh. the with the stitches over the. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Don't breathe. Like it. Breathe. I, I'm, I'm, I will. I'm gonna, I'm going to be with y'all on Lafayette. I just want to say really quickly that the thing that happened with Jason, mm-hmm. though, and and Je- and Jessica, I think mm-hmm. that was the last ditch effort for him not to go full on hate adoration. Yeah. Vampire yeah. hunter. Well, we'll see because we, Hoyt's already there. But I think that moment is going to be pretty defining. Hmm. But okay, so Lala. Poor Lala. 
Oh my gosh! Shaved his head, sewed his mouth up, sliced his head. Wanted to oh. take his brain juice. Put a triangle on his forehead. Oh was going to drain the brain. Supposedly, is uh, yeah, and make his wife drink it. I th- wow. I'm just go ahead and go ahead and say that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so, um, but then wife went crazy. And well, stabby. Did she? I mean, well, I, I think she liberated herself. Right. Yes, she did. I, yeah, you know? I got that as being in she was protecting the child way. and the mother There's... from this extremely oh, crazy yeah. individual. Yeah, this oh, yeah. crazy slash evil individual. My question now is that clearly, you know, Jesus has been able to appear in spirit form. And so now is he going to be able to cut his mouth open and communicate with him in spirit form? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming that they're going to find a way to have him communicate now. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was very interesting that, like, that um, the uncle said I um, that Jesusito gave his Gift. his power to. to La-la. La-la. I I thought he just awakened it. I mean, I know when he died, it's sort of a transfer. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Is yeah, that Lafayette actually has a lot of his own power, but I think it's that it's that demon yeah. power uh-huh. that is in their family lineage, right. which Lafayette, I'm sure, is like, I don't want that demon. Yeah, really. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> he wasn't like, you know what? I should. T- I would love it if you just give me that. Yeah, I, to- I, I totally not, want to be blue. Yeah, I do not want that demon. Has some nasty business that it's up to here and there, and that <laughs> takes a lot of energy to control that demon. Well, it'll be well, like you said, though, it'll be interesting. Really interesting. From a, from his powers point of view, is that if they are able now to free Jesus, and Jesus can kind of not only keep in contact and communicate with Lala, but also teach him yeah. to hone and use the gift, yeah. maybe for good, maybe, maybe not, not necessarily, yeah. right? Not to kill Suki, whatever. But hopefully now it'll help Lala kind of uh, connect with whatever's going on in his body or spirit, and so it'll make it so that he's not kind of out of control, but kind of find a way to give himself direction, right? Which will be cool yeah. to see. And also, um, the makeup artist is going to. Have a tough time ahead with uh, holes in the mouth. Yes, for how how that's going to get healed. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great oh, job. Oh my uh, god. Yeah. All right. So let's <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about actually let's talk about Amazon because okay. I want to make sure we do this now. So guys, I know you purchase from Amazon often, buzzed as I do. Buzz. See, I said buzz instead of drunk because of the after buzz. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, said I, did that. It's okay. I like it. I like right. the time. I was going All with right. it. Yeah. Okay, so what you do is you go to afterbuzztv.com, click on the Amazon banner, and make your purchases that way. That way we get more goodies so we can bring you more goodies. As we all know, I discuss my, um, my drunken purchases, but this week... Because a number of weeks ago, um, we were talking about bacon. I oh, have no, you purchased. Didn't. Oh, yes, oh my did. god! I've bacon been trying to chocolate. Figure out what... No way. Bacon yes. chocolate for you both, ben. and for oh, JC yes. who is not here today because yes. he I is will doing take the Bachelor. His. Ben, Ooh. I will gladly take yes. it. Start the celebration song. <laughs> there you go. And JC is going to be so jealous. And bacon lip balm. Oh <laughs> yes, suckers. Bacon. There is no bacon, but bacon. You guys, is there, is there any more bacon chocolate? Uh, ben, you can definitely share some of this with oh, me for sure. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would like to recite a poem really yeah. quickly. Yes. That, oh, it's the best just, poem ever. <laughs> um, roses are red, bacon is red, poems are hard, bacon. <laughs> Great. Thank you. That was Thank fantastic. You. Bacon balm. Yes, wow. bacon balm. And the reason I know about bacon balm is because I did my Stan Lee show and Nathan Fillion was on and his makeup artist, Debbie Zoller, had bacon lip balm for him. I'm going to have some of this bacon. Yes, you wow. do that. You do that and I'll let me, talk. Because, okay. Let yeah. me, let me t- oh, you got dark chocolate. God bless you. I, I, love I dark know. Chocolate. You said you did. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so oh. let me let me just really quickly, oh. because what I do is Amazon pitches. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. That's Ben, our wonderful engineer in the background. Just, oh, please. <laughs> me want the bacon. I want to be. 
get up. Okay. So don't worry. I'm, I'm saving some. I'm not going to eat this with, yeah, unless I I'm eat it with you, Ben. Don't worry. Okay. I'm sorry. So my apologies. Interrupting. Here we go. So I do Amazon pitches because I don't buy things. I do get drunk, but I don't buy things. So I recommend other things for other people to buy, except for clearly I buy alcohol. Um, and one of the things that I like to do is recommend that people purchase things that people on the show have done outside of the world of True Blood. I recommend it. Margaret, I still recommend you get that. That's the best performance I've ever seen from Anna Paquin. It is available on DVD. It's a really good independent film. Mm-hmm. I recommend Veronica Mars. Yes. Because it came on t- it came up tonight organically, mm-hmm. and that is a great series. Um, and she, you know, it's a fabulous female character. Check it out. I like it. Absolutely. All right. All right. So, so I'll start. You eat. I'm going to start talking okay. about Tara. Good. Because um, this, was, this was a really, really big deal. First of all, I'm seeing somebody on the stripper pole, and I'm like, who the hell is, oh, that's Tara. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, and and she apparently is a good stripper. Um, but... I don't know. No, about I'm that, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Wait, no, I mean in all seriousness. Do we did we like the routine? No, no, no. She just did this. I, was was just it, can it be called the routine? It. Can it be called the routine? I don't think so. There's a coupon on my bacon bar. <laughs> oh my god, focus, woman. Focus. <laughs> That's really <laughs> random. God. It's like Willy Wonka's I'm serious. It's the like golden. Willy Wonka's oh golden god. ticket. Oh my god. You, okay. So I listen, why this is the thing with Tara and her mother. That storyline has always broken my heart to yeah. pieces yeah. because the woman for the life of her, whether she's an alcoholic, whether she is a born again Christian, no matter what she is, she is always 1000% completely narcissistic. It never mm-hmm. fails. She is completely abusive and narcissistic to her daughter. She can never for one second think about how the world is for Tara. It is only how it is for her. Yep. Tara, how could you do this to me, die and become a vampire? How could you? <laughs> She's do like, I'm this sorry, I should have stopped the me. bullet that pierced my skull. But, <laughs> right. but I give it I give credit to the writers because they've kept her consistent the whole time. Yeah. And it just breaks my heart for Tara. And I desperately wanted Pam to step up and hold her in that moment and be the mother figure I that this know. girl is needed and never had. Well, do you feel like there was a reason why she didn't? I, th- I, got I think that it was she, shock. The, I, I think that she was testing her. Like, I got no. the look on her no, face when she was listening know. to Afar because she obviously listened to the conversation. I don't think she was testing her. I think she was, I think she was just shocked. Like, she didn't know how to respond. Yeah. I mean, Pam is not the most motherly of people. And really? I think, yeah, no, I really don't think <laughs> you so. get I, that? Yeah, I did get that. Hmm. I did. But I mean, I think weird. that that was a weird a weird thing for her. She's just like, oh, God, someone's hugging me. I don't know what to, okay. And then it's done. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I you know, and I, but she... I was disappointed because she has shown glimpses of the strong kind of mama bear slash tiger, shark, barracuda, whatever, yeah. whatever, yeah. Um, that she could be, where she could transfer the kind of love that she has clearly had and has for Eric to Tara. She could be an incredible mother, a scary, dangerous mother, no with, doubt. With some scary ass hair this week. Yes. But an but an incredibly strong mother, and I I want that for Tara so badly. I want to see that evolve well, for did, her. Did you guys not get, see? Actually, I got a little bit of the fact that there's an illusion of the fact. I'm sorry, I've said to the fact twice, but I felt like we actually saw Pam warm up a little bit. She did with for the hug because for, for a second she let her in. So I just feel like that's going to be kind that's, of things that as as time progresses. Yeah, I think it's going to. Yeah. She's going to come to kind of embrace Tara as like her new daughter slash younger sister, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Well, I think it's going to develop daughter. daughter. Yeah, I mean I think it's going to develop. I don't I don't think it's going to happen that fast. Yeah. I think we're we're meant to be like, "Oh, 
if you would yeah. just. But I think that's sort of the case. Now, I believe me, I do not think of Pam as a villain. Like I love Pam. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I'm I'm saying this, you know, in reference to books and other uh, characters. If you look at a a bad guy mm-hmm. or somebody who's doing things you don't want them to do, when you see a moment where they might go over and do the right thing, you just ache for it. You're like, do it, yeah. do it, do it, do it. And then either they do and you're satisfied or they don't and you want them to do it again. And yeah. so I think that's just going to drag it out a little bit longer. Yeah, and it makes for an interesting character development. Absolutely. I mean, the only disappointing thing about Pam was the fact that I think she needs to seriously reevaluate her uh, Fantasia bouncers. How the heck they let Tara's mom into Fantasia with that outfit yeah. is beyond me. Yeah. Did they not go, I'm sorry, you're clearly in the wrong place. I know. She just kind of waltzed in. No, Whoa. like nobody looking at her. She just kind of waltzed in like, Tara, Maybe she was slumming. You done me wrong, girl. I'm. I don't, I'm just saying. Well, hey, check I out your this, bouncers. I, I have uh, a tweet here from Temporal Death. Awesome okay, name. Awesome. Um, saying, <laughs> nice. I suspect Lilith might be Faye as well, and that somehow Lafayette will uh, mediate her spirit back. It's interesting because I wondered about the Faye. That's what we we're yeah. saying. That like that fairy blood does crazy stuff to yeah. vampires. I mean, we saw Drunk Eric last year. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I, you know, oh, Drunk Eric. Um, but I think that was actually kind of cool. I think that was. I, I think that's a an interesting idea. She might be part Faye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I guess I, maybe I'm more attached to the kind of mythology of the book series than I ought to be because the Faye and the vampires are really different yeah. creatures and they are natural enemies um, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, because one wants to eat the other very much. Um, <laughs> but... I just, I think that I don't like the idea of blending those lines so much. I really, I like the idea of keeping them as their own sort of entity and and letting Lilith be a vampire. However, if it ends up being that, you know, the person that brought the vampires into existence was Faye and it was part of her magic or gone awry or she created them for some kind of reason, then maybe that's interesting. But I don't imagine that what we're going to see at the end of the day is a Lilith who is in support of what these sanguinistas were doing in that bar. Right. You know, I just, I I feel like we're going to see a Lilith who is very opposed to whatever (laughs) was going down in there. I kind of have that feeling, too. You know? Um, I mean, there could be, and this is wild extrapolation, but it could be that maybe Lilith is part Faye and they're wanting that blood again is part of the attraction to the Faye. Who knows? Right. I mean, that's like, I'm just making that up. That yeah. just popped into my head. But but it, it is an interesting theory. Yes. Honestly, that scene where Lilith pops up was a little bit, uh, I was a little thrown off by it only because the first thing out of my head was that it was a reference to that Queen of the Damned yeah. uh, mm-hmm. scene when she's in the club uh-huh. and she lights everybody on fire. And it, it had that same element, except obviously Aaliyah is not buck naked in that scene. Right. Um, uh, however, it, And well groomed. Just yeah. gotta say that. Yeah, <laughs> incredibly well grew. I did notice too. You, did, you can't it was help cool. notice. I mean, I wasn't, that was cool, but. Uh, that was, she was well groomed. Well, no, it was you know that she was for once. It was like okay, full nudity on the female side. I like it because everybody's talking about Eric. Wait what are you talking about? There's always full There's nudity with female. No, but there hadn't been in a while. How frontal there has there been there from had, the guys? There yes. hadn't been in a while. But there's no full frontal from the guys. Yes. there's always full frontal from the women. There you go. Interesting. Always. These are a matter of law. I I, I, I I choose not to discuss such deep topics. I just enjoy what I see. Um, 
But it was the scene was a little bit weird. I thought it was. I, I kind of couldn't get it out of my head about the, the the fact that it seemed too much like that movie. So I, I am interested to see how they switch their version of it. So how they how they make it out to be either you know like you all said before that it was them kind of hallucinating and tripping right. that it really isn't someone there that it's just what they think is going on. Right. I I you know yeah I I, I I'm pretty convinced at this point sitting here that they were tripping and yeah. That yeah, she I think so too. I think it's definitely yeah. a strong case to be made for that at this point. Molly for Lilith. Molly for Lilith. <laughs> 2012. <laughs> yeah. Totally. All right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about the wolves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because we're finding out that Martha really is a good person. Yeah. Well, Even I, though she eats de- her dead son. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but I loved her. I mean, I, I think that she came in initially and was pretty scary. Right. But I, I really like this character a I do lot. too. And yeah. the casting is, again, brilliant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Winner's Bone. There mm-hmm. you go. Check her out. Also, the puppy. Oh my god, I want to hold that puppy so bad. I know that puppy is adorable. But, Sorry, just but had now, to do that. so now here's the conflict. I mean, we have obviously a division in the ranks yeah. of within the wolves themselves because there's the group that wants to go and and drink vampire blood and be insane, and then there's Alcide and and now, you know, Martha and you know, so and, and he is a second in command. Also, Alcide, you got another woman already. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, but look at him. Of course he does. Well, fair. You, <laughs> well, raise, you raise an excellent point. You, you yeah. two, you two I, I think we'd also discussed in previous episodes, and I think that's also coming true of the fact that there is some sort of a war brewing. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's not that they're just sitting there. I, I got the impression the way JD was talking about it, that is, he's not taking the V because he just wants to get high. He's doing it to feel some sort of like, or to show, sorry, some sort of loyalty towards vampires in this war he thinks might be coming and he wants to be on the winning side. That's always been problematic for me in the books and in the show that um, the wolves would say, yes, we're going to guard you vampires. Like, why? 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 I mean, seriously, you can take down a vampire. That was always something I didn't understand either. They made the same thing, the the same scenario in the Underworld franchise where they were the slaves and guardians Mm -hmm. of the vampires. And I always used to think, okay, I thought they were uh, adversaries, Mm -hmm. adversaries, not necessarily. They are. I mean, I think think that basically what they have constructed is a world where, yes, they can take on a vampire. But it's the same. I mean, it's the same. Look, I'm just saying, pointing this out. So I'm not talking about the franchise other than this. But mm-hmm. in Twilight, it's the same thing where the wolves can take a vampire, but they need a few of them to take one. Where they where they've constructed it so that the vampire really is stronger than a wolf. Yeah, I mean, depending on the age of the vampire, right, you know, right. but that that the vampire is in general stronger than a wolf. Hmm. Yeah, it just seems so. It seems so strange that across the board they would be. I mean, I, I get the um, the idea of dog and loyalty yeah. and all of that, but like. I don't know. It just seems it seems odd to me. Well, yeah. I think that maybe too what they're they're saying. Look, if it's a war between vampires and humans, whose side are you going to be on? Right. You're thinking that the vampires are going to win. You want to be on the winning side. You know. I what think I mean? that's stupid because there are a lot more humans than vampires. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is stupid. And then I mean, in the underworld franchise, went there too. Yeah. Is that yeah. Once the, I mentioned once this. Once the I think. humans did take notice, then they took them out. You right. Know? Um, but I I think. I, I, th- I, you know, I, I mean, I think it would probably be divided. It would be divided that there would be some creatures that would be on the side of the vampires and some that would be on the side of the humans, right. and some that just wanted to stay out of it entirely. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
Also, maybe we don't give drugs to an eight-year-old. Sure, maybe yeah. we don't give drugs to Let's an eight-year-old. Let's here in are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. <laughs> Meaning that I think we should. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, can we please confirm which stance you just played that on? But thank you for confirming that. Thank I you. I think we picked up on that. Well, it was yeah. good. It was good to see Al Seed in his, uh, apparently his new look, uh, uh, very well-named Rambo by, yeah, by Martha. That was fantastic. Yeah. Great bandana, Joe. Awesome Phenomenal. Really, Phenomenal really. bandana. Phenomenal, a lot of things. Um, a lot of things. <laughs> so, Sorry. good If scene. you've seen Magic Mike, you know what she's talking about. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. What do you think of the new lady, though? Okay, I like her. Was he not just with Sookie, though? Yeah, but then, I mean, now I know Sookie sort of broke that... Um, the glamouring that he had saying. Yeah. But but still, like maybe he doesn't want to get involved with her now. It, it was after Eric told him. Yeah. And maybe there's a different kind of heat felt between werewolves. You know, they're sparring. Mm-hmm. The blood's rushing. Mm-hmm. They're both growling. I will I, she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So it was two very beautiful people rolling around. Things happen. I get it. Also, <laughs> I talked to her on the red carpet, so I knew that was sort of coming. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a character in yeah. the book series that, mm-hmm. that um, you know, spoiler alert, skip to a minute if you don't want to hear this. But there is a character in the book series that Elsie ends up going with. Hmm. And you do kind of get the sense that that he is able to connect with her because she's a wolf in a way that he couldn't with Sookie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can also move on to shapeshifters. Let's because Okay. Sam was the scene where Sam was sniffing the floor. Yeah, yes. Sam the bloodhound was just and rolling it was in so the funny. scent. Flipping hilarious. Oh my god, he's rolling. My favorite part about that was when he was like, "They have a bad diet." Yeah, I know. There's hate. There's <laughs> envy. Hate. There's bad they're, diet. They're not eating very well. They ate Cheetos for breakfast. Weird. I know. You're like Sam. Nicely done. Good oh my profiling. God. That was that was brilliant. Um, I'm surprised he did it in front of the lady cop. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that I think that a lot what a lot of people are being challenged with right now is their rage. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people have been pushed to the wall in many different ways. And Sam's being challenged with his rage and he's maybe not so happy about the person he's becoming, but maybe he can't help it. Jason's being challenged with his rage. Hoyt's being challenged with his rage. And it's all kind of exploding against each other in a way, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, um, the thing about Sam and... And Hoyt, like I'm, yes. I'm sorry. Oh God, the hate group. I, the hate group. I've oh, never the hate felt group. Well, they're so they're they're love. right. I mean, they're they're not called a love group for a reason. Probably oh, people wouldn't God. join. That, what kind of a statement was that? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I've never felt this. I, you know what? I'm not crazy about the storyline, and the reason I'm, I don't like I, it either. The reason is it's not because I do think that a that there's something that there are hate groups, and so it's an interesting thing to mm-hmm. explore to look at them and who they are and why. And also, I do think that it it speaks for the audience saying, you know, hey, everybody's a supernatural now. Where are the plain old humans anymore on this show? Um, But this is really against Hoyt's character. I know. We have never seen even a hint that this is the person that he could be. Yeah. So I'm not super crazy about his participation in this hate group. Yeah, I hope this switches around. Yeah. This is, again, this is bothering me, again, for the same reasons that it bothers you. I just don't think as doesn't matter as like I can see him going to the club and getting all dark and wearing yeah. eyeliner and all that and I happen to like eyeliner so whatever but still I don't see him hating like I just no. don't see even even after everything that's happened and and just just pulled Tara off him I yeah. mean so it just sort of like it doesn't it doesn't seem logical well no. the first thing that popped in my head I was I mean I, I'll save it for predictions but I, I actually thought of something altogether different as soon as I saw that storyline developing before my eyes and I, I didn't necessarily buy 
I think, what they were showing at face value. So we can get to that, or unless you want me to just say it now. You might as well just say it now. You want me to just, no. Well, I actually think in some way that Hoyt, my prediction would be that Hoyt is actually trying to infiltrate this group uh-huh. in an attempt to kind of protect you. I, I think he still does love Jessica. I think he may not necessarily be, you know, someone who's uh, pro-vamp, but he's pro-Jessica still. And I, I get the sense that he's, you know, maybe somewhat caught up in this hate group, but eventually he'll realize that he's doing this to kind of protect Jessica and, and, and you know, other vampires that he may know and, and find out what's going on with this group because it seems like it's he's not all together he's a little bit lost again I don't know I mean it'll be interesting to see to see if that happens because I yeah because it just see it doesn't seem right no it does not seem right to me that he would be involved in this so not at all so yeah maybe maybe he is you know maybe or maybe they really just don't know what to do with Hoyt for a while like maybe they're just so busy with everything else that they're kind of letting Hoyt kind of flutter around there are about 17,000 storylines exactly you know you know I just Give him a break over there the, I at just the writer's room. Slipped down in my chair. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, Temporal Death says, do you reckon Sheriff Bud is the leader of the hate group, the dragon? He resigned because he was tired of soups. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to ask. That's really that's interesting. Question. That's a great question. Who because, do you all think? Well, I Could think that's be. a really good point be. because I was wondering, I, I said, why did they bring him back right. out of nowhere? Just he to is, show that he was cheating on his wife. Just to show yeah. that he was cheating on his wife. That didn't make any, and, and for Andy to sort of have that moment of vulnerability saying, I feel insecure. Well, we know you feel insecure. <laughs> Do insane. I suck? <laughs> I'm like, that's such a great like, voice. He, what he, a great voice. I love him. Yeah, I mean, we know love you him. feel insecure, Andy. Like, we're yeah. pretty yeah. We're pretty aware of this. So, yeah. that's a really good point. I think maybe he is, possibly. Yeah, he very well could be. That yeah. really wouldn't surprise me, because they just went out of their way to show that he's not a good person. And mm-hmm. he had gone there to speak to him about the hate groups. Yeah. And he and shut he, him down yeah, right like, away. He didn't, he didn't even acknowledge that, that question yeah. at all. Didn't, no. men, didn't mention anything. Yeah. yeah. So I would not be surprised. I really wouldn't be yeah, surprised. That's a great question. Also, we brought the coroner back, which. Yes. <laughs> that was coroner. phenomenal. TMI coroner. That was fantastic. Great line. <laughs> that was really, really funny. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that absolutely could be. I, I think that he, I, because like, the character always sort of rubbed me the wrong way, I guess. Yeah. So. The sheriff? Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah Sheriff so. Dearborn. He rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, too. Um, so what do you guys think, though, about the moment between Sookie and Sam and her her sort of decision about whether she wants to release right. the Fae in her and become yeah. just human? Right. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, not at all unpredictable. I mean, of yeah. course, you know, if you've been... Because especially when they showed that moment where her mom was like, oh my God, she can read all of my thoughts. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, you you have to say, well, sure, it'd be great to read people's thoughts, but then would you really want to hear what everyone's thinking? Because I would not. No. I, I can figure out enough. I don't want to hear everything. Yeah, neither it's, would I. It's just not okay for me. So, so I can see why she would want to be normal. And yeah. I can see, like, when you're in the middle of this... In fact, um, this is a little off the subject, but it makes sense. There's a, a web series called Harry Potter. Potter 10 years later uh-huh. that just debuted its first episode and pretty much as funny as it is the the conceit of it is that all the bad guys are gone and I was this super special kid and I miss it now because now what am I doing yeah right. I'm just sitting here so there is that like regret later on if you give up your powers would you want to be normal not really. Yeah, well, I they, wouldn't want to be do, normal. Do they, Me does, she, does she really address that? It, just, it seemed like I was waiting for that part of the conversation between her and Sam, but it seemed like they were just talking about how they wouldn't want to, to have those powers. They they would just want to be normal. Yeah, that's yeah. what she was saying. Yeah. They, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so and she and then she's blowing... Yeah, right. and then she's, she's trying to blow the fairy balls to like basically tap herself right, out. Right, tap herself out. Because yeah. they said her, her magic is finite. Right. But which... 
I'm not sure I like that direction. No, either. I don't either. Because I was going like, to say the same thing. You yeah. know, it's like it's in your DNA. It really, should whatever portion of your DNA that it's in, it's still in your DNA, and it right. ought not to be finite. You right. know what I mean? It's not like somebody gave you a potion and it's right. going to be, and then it's going to then run out. Yeah. But magic like, missile. Sorry. Well, yeah. well, I didn't understand the nature. Like it, it's magic. When you say it's magic, all rules are are null and void. So it's not like you'd be like, well, we're whole fairies, so our magic is infinite. And you're half fairy, so your magic is finite. Well, it's magic. You could easily say you're part fairy. Your magic is magic. So I it didn't I didn't buy it totally that all of a sudden now they're creating the storyline where her magic is finite. She can run out of it because she's half fae, and then she can choose to go to the fairy club and hang out and learn a fairy tips and you know do little seminars on how to be more fairy that that's what that whole storyline is developing into is you can come as sanctuary here anytime you want it i thought it was going to go a completely different direction so yeah. i wasn't i wasn't really loving the fact that now all of a sudden she's deciding to drain herself of her power and that's that's where the storyline goes. Like, I, I want her to explore more of her power, not find ways to drain it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I here's the thing. I think um, I, I, it would make more sense if her power wasn't as strong right. as somebody who was full fae. Um, it doesn't make sense for it to be finite if we're going by any of the rules of magic that have been established in any number yeah. of franchises. If, if that's the case, if that's what we're doing, okay, that's... It's fine, but it, then they should have brought it in earlier, earlier. because um, if you say, okay, well, you have this like this fairy ball power, and I'm just going to call it fairy ball power because yeah. that's fun to say. Um, Microwave hands. Woo! Yeah, if you've got this this thing, you'd be using it more. Yeah. Right. So, and if she had known early on that it was finite, maybe she would that would have explained why she doesn't use it more often. Right. Um, to bring that in now in season five, I don't think it really works. Weird. I don't. I'm not a fan of that. And yeah. also, too, like w- with you, just as somebody that's sort of a fan of fan to see in supernatural kind of storylines I it's not if I wanted if I was interested in people's normalcy I would be interested in a different genre right, right. <laughs> absolutely right. Like, I'm, I'm exactly. interested in them exploring these magical powers and I'm interested in the fantasy element of that and I also think too like you you can the things that are painful about you are also often the things that are extraordinary or the things that cause you pain sometimes are the things that are extraordinary about you that's true for us regular human beings mm-hmm. you know and everything's a double edged sword in that way to reject it is to reject yourself like i just it seems so like i just i don't like that idea at all of her rejecting it and becoming a different person and i don't like the idea that it's like running out that seems stupid i hope they're lying yeah I- <laughs> So too, yeah. yeah I to mean, try and stop her from something or other. Yeah, and I mean, I don't. It's odd because they made such a big deal about Claude and Claudette. Um, yeah. We've only seen Claude. We really haven't seen Claudette yet. Yeah, and she's supposed to be a big deal in this season, and it's already episode seven. Um, I, I still. All right, and guys, if you guys disagree, please leave it in the in the comments. Um, no reason you can't disagree with this. I just. I really, and we've said it before, don't like the way they're handling the fairies. No. I just don't. I don't. I don't like it at all. I don't like the club. I don't like that the sanctuary idea. I don't like that they're all zapping her and then they're testing her and that like right. yeah. you're safe like, now. Oh, right. the hell yeah. I am. Yeah. I know that's what I was saying earlier. That just zap me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. It's just I, I didn't think this is where we were going to go. I thought there was going to be some other angle that they were going to take on it and I was interested to find out but now that I found out this is where they're going so far I'm not altogether with it well and I think also that the element of this arising war that hasn't really come into play is mm-hmm. the fairies and the truth mm-hmm. is that that in in any reasonable universe of this creation it will be a war between the fae 
on the vampires. Right. You know, like they're the only two that can really fight each other. Yeah. They're the only two that are really can go like mono e mono, you know? I mean, sure, the humans can fight the vampires and, and so forth, but these are the natural enemies that have existed for thousands of years. Yeah. You know, far longer than the human the humans and and the shifters and the wolves have tiny lifespans in comparison to these other creatures. Yeah. So I want them to step in and sort of show which side of the bread they're putting I know. And instead, what they're doing is hiding in the woods. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, now now I get it. It's because the the ferry, the the gate's been closed and they're stuck here. But still, like, why don't you all get together? I don't know. I mean, and maybe not hide in the woods. It just seems... Does it feel like to you guys, and I, I know I'm probably going to make people mad with this, but does it feel like they could have just left that entire storyline out? I I think so. What I think becomes tough, as I'm just thinking, like if I was a writer on the show, what would become tough is that then how do you deal with Sookie and her powers? Because yeah. she is Faye. Yeah. And you need to deal with that somehow. You need to have, and I think what I would have rather seen and what I always imagined happening before they introduced the fairy element was um, Claudine coming in and being far more of kind of like a Yoda-like guru, mm-hmm. far more grounded, yep. Yep. far more of yeah. of this earth in a way that we could relate to her, and she didn't go into this strange fantasy world that that we're having trouble connected to, and that she she and Claude lived in the world and they had this real club, but that she was like a Yoda guru for her, yeah. right, right. Absolutely. And yeah. that didn't happen. I no. totally agree with you. I mean, I yeah. thought the whole reason we were setting this up was that eventually we could see her as a fan of someone who likes seeing superpowers come to play and so on. I wanted to see her come to terms with her new kind of – her that face right. side of her to be taught how to use them better, not then disavow it or try to drain it out of herself. Then it becomes – you know, we rooted for you to kind of come to terms with that, yeah. not all yeah. of a sudden go back to denying it. Um, you know, and like you said earlier, uh, you know, the the Fae vampire war would be much more plausible if for no other reason but because in this franchise – Franchise, it doesn't seem like they've set up the humans to be that capable of right. resisting. Right. In other franchises, maybe. But so far, besides guerrilla tactics of driving up and sneaking up behind them and then shooting with wooden bellets, it's not like any humans have been able to plausibly resist vampires in this franchise. Yeah. They're yeah. kind of like yeah. victims most of the time, if not all the time. Yeah. yeah. Now, guys, uh, before we come back and do some predictions, we just have to take a quick commercial break. Let's do it. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. No, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Woo-wee, what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Help, help. I got bacon chocolate eat in my it. face. Help, eat it. help, eat Man. it. Then they're accosting me. All right. Hey, guys, I just so want to say okay. Temporal Death just said perhaps it goes back to what Claudine said in season three. They want your light. She's been drinking vamp blood, too. Most Faye don't. Okay. So that's well, interesting. So maybe they 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 have also been drinking her, mm-hmm. and so maybe they are draining her light, yeah, you know, maybe. also. Yeah. I, I Look, if there's one thing that I would not want drained is my light. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep the light in. I've already keep, had body parts taken out in the past two weeks. Keep the light weeks. in. <laughs> keep the light keep in. The light in. Um, oh, so, and also, um, Adrian Watchtower Base just said, great job so far, guys. So thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Did a nice promo for us, which yes. you can see on Twitter. Um, all right, one last thing we do have to talk Let's about. Let's talk about. Is Terry. Yes. And his Ifrit. This, okay, this has been a huge season for Terry, as yeah. we've talked about previously, Terry. and the Ifrit. And he, I thought the moment with Arlene and the wedding video. Oh, I, I had was, trouble watching that. It was just so heartbreaking. And that was one of the more lovely moments in the show. Just a quiet, yeah. sort of emotional, very relatable yeah. situation. Well, other than they've the been, fact that he's... They've been doing that changed. this season. It's been well, really yeah. nice. Yeah, other yeah. than he's the fact that he's gone is because he's being chased by a smoke monster. <laughs> technicality. <laughs> that, technicality. Small thing. Very, very relatable. And and really, this is the other thing. We I love Terry. I love oh, him. Terry. I don't want to see him... Sort of, I. This is what I'm hoping. Okay, ready? And it's mm-hmm. gonna get cheesy. Okay, go. Like the Phoenix. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. Go on. That that he's had this PTSD and he's been haunted by these internal demons because of what he did for all of these years. That having to confront it to this degree, it's kind of like immersion therapy, mm-hmm. where you have to go all the way in and confront the thing, confront the fear head on, and live in the fear, and that he's going to be able to come out stronger, yeah, either and healed. Like the phoenix rising from the flames. He should rise. <laughs> exactly. Or he's going to die. <laughs> Jeez, that's not how you end or that. it. Or you, let, or that. you lead with that and then give me hope at the end. What's wrong but with he'll you? he'll probably rise like the phoenix. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. Please. Everyone send Roth pictures of phoenixes. Yes. <laughs> phoenixes. But, yeah, it's an issue. I mean, so what do you two think is going on? So, obviously, the big uh, twist there was that the monster comes up to him, laughs in their face. And then goes away. Well, the monster wants resolution. Mm-hmm. And so if resolution is going to come in the face of of burning and death. But I think what the monster really wants is for them to apologize for what they did. Mm-hmm. And and so and to ask for forgiveness. I mean, I honestly do. And I think that we took that first step towards it with Patrick right. saying, I wish I never gave you that order. And uh-huh. him saying, yeah, but you did. Yeah. Um, we and then Terry holding Patrick, like kind of yeah. putting an arm on his shoulder, kind of connecting yeah. with in that way. Yeah. It's kind of like you know he needs to confront what he did in order to forgive himself the monster needs them to confront what they did really confront and admit what they did yeah Yeah. you know I think that might be the only way out of it yeah Yeah. Um, one more thing from temporal death and thank you so much for tweeting this stuff seriously Um, he said I would rather have and I don't know if this is a he or she I didn't actually look at I would rather have them um, use the uh, use the telepathy as an aspect of the demon blood in her from the books not her fey half Interesting. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay, another person who reads the books. That's good. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, that's cool. So I just, uh, but thank you. Thank you for tweeting in. I know we are we are wrapping up. So um, guys, thank so you much so much for watching. But make sure you guys go to iTunes and subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Please do. It means a lot to us. Make like sure us on you Facebook. Leave a, yes, thank like us on Facebook. Um, and again, I'm Jenna Bush. It's at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. <laughs> I'm Yermonger at Yermonger, Y-E-R-M-A-N-G-U-R. And I am Jennings Roth Cornette, and it's at J-R-O-T-H-C. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for watching. Subscribe, subscribe, leave us comments, and give us your theories. Yes, 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 we read them all. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.